Hey, it's Josh Sibson. And Jake Jabour. From The Meat Improv. The Meat Improv is a comedy podcast where we bring on the best comedians in the world to tell meaty stories from their lives, and then they do improv comedy with us. You don't think we're good at improv? Check out this little snippet from Jake Jabour's real life. Hey, where's all my cats? <laughs> he never knows. The Meat Improv. You can listen to it on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. That's The Meat Improv. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Improv Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Perlstein. You're about to have a very special episode right now. Uh, I want to give a quick thank you to those who have been rating the podcast. Uh, Igor, thank you so much. I'm glad to be in your dreams. Dick, thank you. High five to you, sir. Scattershot, thank you. Uh, Yeah, don't be mean. Uh, Check out the podcast. Uh, Thank you all. Uh, And if you haven't already rated the podcast on iTunes, like it on Facebook, uh, subscribe to the blog on improvobsession.com. You know, you should do all those things because... uh, I don't know. Just do it, man. What else do you have to do today? Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go, guys. Enjoy the show. It's the Improv Session Podcast. It's the Improv Session Podcast. It's the Improv Session Podcast. It's the Improv Session All right. Hey, everybody. It's going to start. Welcome to the Improv Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pearlstein. Today, we have a guest, uh, Josh Simpson. Hello. Hello. And uh, his girlfriend hiding in the corner. Okay, so just, say your, just say your name. Tell everybody that you're here. Uh, hi, I'm Brooke Ashley Anderson. Yay, Brooke <laughs> Ashley Anderson. Uh, three names in. Yeah. <laughs> so... Josh has told me she doesn't have to talk, but yeah. I, I'll she's allow. Not, I told you she's not allowed. To she's talk. not allowed to talk. <laughs> so kind of conflicting stuff here, but whatever. Um, so uh, I guess I wanted to start with what you said to me at Crash Bar on Sunday. <laughs> okay. And you, I, you said that uh, on this podcast, I tell people what they do. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, all I could do, I. That whole night, I've just been thinking about that. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've only listened. I've listened to a few of the episodes. Sure. I feel like uh, I don't know. You kind of when I listened to DC's episode, you kind of said what shitty jobs does. Yeah. Uh, Eugene, I've heard you talk about a couple times, or like in that episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, just, <laughs> like, I don't think it's a bad thing. But okay. I, but I thought it was interesting that you caught. Not call people out, but kind of aren't afraid to just be like, this is what I've noticed that you, you do or Pat sure. you do. Sure. So. Okay, so here's what I think you do. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> there, <laughs> I, I really thought about it because after you said that, I'm like, I got to get Josh's thing down. So I've decided that there's this Del Close quote that I read a long time ago that I think accurately describes you. Is And it's like, it's the quote is, be a raving paranoid on stage. Nothing is taken at face value. Nothing is tossed aside. Cool. I think that's kind of you. Paranoid? I think I think you're pretty like like maybe it's just like the raving part that I was I really liked, but I always kind of just like whenever I see you do shows, I always feel like you're just like tipping with emotions, like so, like something's always boiling and about to explode from you. Cool. I think <laughs> cool. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. <laughs> that's what I should say. It's just cool. Next. <laughs> this is going to be the shortest uh, fucking episode. That's great. Thanks you're so just, much, Steven. You're just like, cool. <laughs> I just want to say cool to a lot of stuff. I uh, know what you mean, though. I mean, uh, I, I, I get that. I mean, I think it just comes from, like, an improv, like, w- just kind of trying, to, not trying to make things a big deal, but kind of treating everything like it's a big deal. Yeah. Or having an opinion about stuff. Um, uh, I also kind of tend to play, like, frazzled. <laughs> For, or like, like you just can't believe what's happening to you? Or just like, uh, I don't know. I tend to play like lower status, like uh, like bothered, I guess you could say. Yeah, you're bothered a lot. <laughs> that's how, yeah, that's how I see. Yeah, you're bo- that's actually more accurate. You're just, you're bothered a lot by <laughs> what you have to deal with. There was one I saw, like uh, I remember, I think it, like the one I saw you, I think it was with The Great War. It was like the last iteration of it with Scott. Uh, Nyman? I don't know how to say his Scott name. Neiman, yeah. Neiman? Uh, Scott Neiman. Scott Neiman. If that's uh, not right, then I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, that would be messed up if you don't know how to say your own teammate's name. Uh, he, uh, where, where you guys were like on the ship or whatever. Uh, or, oh, God, no, that wasn't, no, it wasn't Scott who was in the scene. Somebody else was in the scene. And you were just like, you were like, 
you were the captain of a, a boat and you were just you were doing this and whoever whoever was your passenger you were just freaking mad at from like the first <laughs> second and then like it carried on for three beats of just like what what are you even doing right now <laughs> just very upset uh and i like it is what i'm trying to say cool. i like it I don't remember that scene. <laughs> no, that's okay. They're, they're, I'm sure. I'm sure. After doing plenty, uh, they're kind of just like tissue paper. I don't remember it. Why I remember. You? I tried to remember most. Do you I, really? I remember. I remember steering a boat in that scene. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, that's all I remember. Yeah, that's the most important that's part. Where of my it. head was at. <laughs> it's like just got to focus on where this boat's going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, Bert, well, Berg Berg told me he doesn't remember any of the scenes that he's in. Which I just like. How does that happen? How do you? erase your brain and not uh, remember anything I'd, I'd guess marijuana okay <laughs> <laughs> perfect <laughs> and also everybody knows Berg is a, just a just an idiot he's, he's not a smart guy I've seen his Facebook page you know uh, he's got a stupid cat tattoo that means nothing on his arm and it's just like what are you talking about yeah. why do you like cats so much bag yeah <laughs> um alright so uh, I guess let's uh, let's just go let's go way back in time then and talk about like how did you uh, get into improv like when did you start doing it? Uh, I started in college, uh, like probably two thousand four. I I auditioned for the short form group on campus, Zamboni Revolution, Syracuse University. Where okay. I attended, uh, and about I was there. I got on in the fall. This is a way longer history than you need, but I got in the fall and in the springtime we uh, I kind of I actually watched the UCB TV show okay. and like we kind of all naturally got interested in long form and uh, uh, basically by the end of that year we did a, a we took a workshop at UCB I forget who my teacher was even it was just like a three hour special thing they just did with our troop okay and uh, and then yeah we did a long form show kind of knowing nothing at the end of the year then did two years worth of long form in college. I took 101 and 201 before my senior year of college. Was this this was all New York then? I took 101 in New York, yeah. Okay. With Jackie she... Clark and Chris Gethard. Okay. Yeah, that's where I saw it. Or that's where I, like, discovered UCB was in New York. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, but around 2005, I started taking classes, and I was doing a lot of shows in, on campus. But uh, what got me interested in improv was Mother, the soundtrack. Have you ever seen them in New York? Uh, no, 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 no. Like, I said no way too many times there. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> uh, they were awesome. I saw that there was like a night where I went and saw The Swarm and Mother the Soundtrack, and I was like, it was after seeing a Chicago City Limits show. Yeah. But it was just a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Chicago City Limits sucked. You were just like not into it? There was like a grade school there or something, and they were like very pandery mm. <laughs> to sure. the kids and stuff. Sure. It's funny, it's Eugene. Uh, was in that show. I remember. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It had nothing against the performance or anything, but it was just like we saw that, and that was what we were doing. And then we saw UCB, and we were like, "Oh, this that's is... what I'd like to do." Yeah. Everybody <laughs> does that. Everybody, everybody who does short form first, like, it's like, no, I want to do long form more. Like, yeah, you're nodding your head. What? <laughs> yeah, I totally. Did agree. you do short form? Uh, yeah. That's that's all my my background before UCB. Oh, okay. Okay. Absolutely. I only did a little bit of short form, which I feel like was an advantage. You didn't get like too ingrained in the yeah. weird short formy stuff. I did it for like four or five months. Okay, <laughs> that's like the perfect amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got on um I did a, I did a short form team out here actually. There, at the, you know the the flappers, the comedy club mm -hmm, out Burbank. there. They had like an improv thing for I don't know like a two months, uh -huh. and they had they set up a team, and I made made their house team, and they're doing like half long form half short form and we're doing the short form and I just remember like the shit I had to do to get laughs there <laughs> and like like just it, I just remember like going like I'm above this I do not <laughs> I, I, it feels like degrading uh, which is such a shitty way to look at it but I immediately felt that way yeah. so it can't, can't come from long form when it's like you can actually do kind of whatever mm -hmm. it just it's I don't know it's limiting it's constricting it made me yeah. sad I think short form helps like it can help yeah you, like learn to make big choices. It also introduces you to the concept of a game. But, yeah. Uh, I prefer long form. Yeah. By a long shot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think there's a, a like a, a certain type of like, also like a getting out of like a bad scene thing that comes with, or like even, or just getting out of scenes comes really well in short form, I think. Cause like you're making jokes a lot and you're just mm. kind of, it's a, it's a lot of good buttons, but 
yeah, if like you're in a bad scene, you need to get out of it, or if you need to end a scene, like I feel like people who, who come from short form have a little advantage there, and it's like that's what we were trained to do. Like, yeah, just yeah. Gonna, yeah. Uh, awesome, just great. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm so, I'm still I'm uh, I'm tired. Anyway, <laughs> so let's uh, so then okay, so you start taking classes then, and then you came out to LA. Why did you come out to LA? Carrie, um, just work. I'd interned out here. Uh, I took 201 out here. I took the first ever 201 at UCB, actually, before it even opened. You f- took the first 201 at UCB. Okay, cool. At UCB LA. Okay. Not yeah. in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who uh, I mean, was anybody in there that... Uh... No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think I'm Johnny the only survival. was, but he's a, he's a stand-up. Uh, but no... Oh, I know. Okay, I know. Really, uh, I, I didn't see many people around from that particular class. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, did, I was out here for a summer. So, where you? Where were you interning? Uh, well, this is a place called the Schumann Company. Nope. It's nope. literally boring, not worth anyone's time. But okay, uh, we'll move on it, then. Yeah, uh, I, I, want, I wondered if it was you know UCB or maybe something funny or whatever. Uh, I worked at Blockbuster Video that summer too. Oh sweet, to dude. pay the bills. <laughs> so, this, so this is a time when Blockbuster Video was still around. Yep, I like it. Uh, 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 I, I used to love that. I used to go all the time. I live right next to one, Josh. I, I still there. do. I went there all the time. You still go to Blockbusters? Sometimes. Well, there's one that's closing down on uh, Vermont and whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that so, brings me back. Brings me back. I, yeah. I, uh, I'm, so, I'm still trying to... I'm going to get mad at Netflix and then give up on that because they're terrible. Uh, Netflix? Netflix. I hate them, kind of. What the streaming thing? It just it kind of bothered me. I'm still I'm still holding the grudge over that, even though I knew I know I should be over the grudge. You mean the Quickster thing? Yeah, no, not that. I don't care so much about that. That they're charging me. I, well, like that was stupid, but that they're charging more now for streaming, uh-huh. and now I can't decide if I want to get streaming or not because it's like they have a lot of streaming stuff, but I don't have a lot of time to watch streaming. So I like the DVDs because I copy them out of my computer, I can watch them whenever I want. Sure, it's the whole sure. thing. Uh, sure. What I'm trying to say... I love Netflix, so... Love it. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is going to be You're a fight. barking up the wrong tree because it's Netflix stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> LA classes and stuff. Uh, uh, and then, what? I guess, what was the lead up like to first Herald Team Flap Jackson? What was the lead up to that? Like, were you doing indie shows? Were you doing... Indie? I mean, I, was, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what the early landscape of that was like UCB. Um, it was a little bit, it was, the community was a little smaller, I would say. Yeah. But, uh, it was, I really loved that year. There was basically, I didn't get on a Herald team until May 2008. I came out here in 2007. Mm -hmm. But I auditioned that first summer. And I was close, I think. There was a team that was formed out of that called Empty Threat, Mm -hmm. which, uh, was, I think still is the shortest run. It had the shortest run for any Herald team. Yeah. Guys in there are great. I have no comment. But that was the, (laughs) that was the edition before the one I made. But that year, I spent the whole time taking 501 classes with Billy. He had just moved out here. Yeah. Uh, took a bunch of documentary classes and this weird uh, mammoth and Tennessee wow. Williams one-act thing. That he Billy did. loves form so much. He just loves doing, like, weird shit. Yeah. I love the documentary. Really? I'm doing that again now. It's a, oh, uh, that's right. I knew that. Uh, you, with, uh, wait, with who? With Casey, it... Renee, Clay Larson. Okay. Uh, Sissy, Greg, yeah. <laughs> Julie Brister, uh, Anthony Gio. Yeah, I think his like the, I think like the like Billy's interest in it just makes me feel like every time I feel it like he starts talking about like doing the form, I'm like, ah, oh, this is real art. Uh, and then you know you go see like a Crash Bar show, and you're like, ah, oh, right, we're just making dick jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a very weird. Well, it's good to aspire to that so that you can put dick jokes in that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> art needs more dick jokes. I get that. Uh, but to answer your question, something I actually would like to say is that uh, yes. that year going up, I was on a team called Them Do This. Yeah, which was, which I just saw like. The, yeah. Was it 11th hour? Probably yeah. La- yeah, last yeah. week at 11th hour. Uh, and, you know, we're a little rusty nowadays, but, like, back then, we were practicing every week in a theater space. We paid monthly, so no one could, like, oh, I missed, like, if you missed, you lost money, yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did that for two years straight. Uh, wow. Like, that practice group. And uh, uh, that helped. And in that, in that team was Joe Hartzler and Marissa Pinson, who I'm still on a team today. Yeah. Team with today, Ellen Loeb, who was on Flap Jackson for a while. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, that's kind of where I got my legs. Yeah. Or like learned. Yeah. 
I would the, like to play. The um, like uh, every, a lot a lot of people practice, uh, but I feel like a lot of people are casual about practicing, and mm-hmm. like they'll it'll, it'll be like, ah, oh, we'll kind of meet whenever, or like the weekly thing turns into, ah, I guess I can't do it these next couple, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, like it sounds like you guys had a lot more like discipline about it. Yeah, I mean, we all kind of just chose that. Like, yeah. we're like, for me, like my my biggest pet peeve for practice groups is like canceling day of or you know what i mean just the stuff that happens with practice groups all the fucking time <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, yeah i know <laughs> and i feel like that happens when people are in like six practice groups yeah and they're just like i don't need to do it today yeah and i'm a strong advocate of picking one or two whatever but mm-hmm. uh picking one group and just doing it yeah like it doesn't have to be the people in class that made you laugh the hardest yeah, you know what I mean. It always helps, but like people who are committed to doing something and meeting every week, like I think that gets you way further than doing seven different practice groups a week and just kind of, yeah, you know. Yeah, um, I think when I think about it now, I feel like like it's almost like the culture, uh, and I could be off on this one, but like just in my experience and how what I know my friends and stuff go through, I feel like it's more common to be on like. Uh, you know, seven mm-hmm. teams and then like three or four of them practice regularly. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it's kind of sporadic. Like it's, it's not, it almost feels like it's like not even an option to get a team that was like, Hey guys, we're seriously going to meet every week. Yeah. Like, like when we, like when I, when I, I, I do all the booking for my shows, I want for one of my teams and, uh, and like at first we were like, we were very like, we got to get everybody together. We got to make sure everybody can go to every show. And now it's like if we can get fifty percent or maybe forty, like yeah, why not? Let's do the show. Like that's yeah, the best yeah. we're gonna get. Yeah, I, I could. I mean, it's. I don't know. For shows, it's not that bad. But yeah, I just think if you get more out of it. Like, yeah, I can do improv anytime I want. But like, like you're saying, like working on a form or just like, you know, learning how to play with people. <laughs> I think is pretty important. Like I, I, I know how Joe Hart. I know what Joe Hartzler's thinking. Most of the time, <laughs> you can never tell that's, what that dude's thinking. <laughs> uh, but I can, I can kind of like uh, we can alley oop each other a little bit yeah. like, these days, which is a weird thing to say, but it's true. Like, yeah, if I like am hinting at something, he'll pick up on it. Yeah, because he knows how I play. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's something that yeah, it's it's hard to develop and with like a that like real connection with a improv person and yeah. But like, I say just do it. Like, like I had to be a little bit of a dick when I was putting together my practice group. Really? Like just being like, all right, so we're going to meet every week and we're getting a theater space. So you have to be on time. <laughs> and like, and I wasn't like a huge dick cause we all definitely had fun and like yeah. enjoyed it. But like, I feel like if you want a practice group like that, just start one. Okay. I know. Whatever. No, I'm going to go but, start one now. I feel bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, someone's got to be listening to that, right? <laughs> I hope. No, I mean, I, I, like, honestly, that's something that I've, I've really wanted, uh, for a while. Like, cause you know, I mean, I think it's fair to say that I'm pretty, uh, into improv yeah. and, uh, no. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, you know, and I, yeah, it's like some, most, every team I'm on, uh, even the ones that practice, uh, as regular as possible are like pretty loose on it. I'm like, no, like I want to get people who like yeah. want to do this and really try to, yeah, like do forms and do weird stuff every week or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. just trying stuff out. Uh, like I, th- I think it's like I think one of the one things I, I one thing that I talked about before, but I really think is devastating to a team is like complacency uh-huh. and just being like, yeah, we can do this. All right. Like we don't need to practice new stuff or try different things. You know, like yeah, that yeah, drives yeah. me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you should be working on it. Working on. Just like it's an improv. Yeah. <laughs> like, for me, it's constantly the reason I love improv is because it's something I always consider myself to be learning, yeah, or trying to improve as I do it. You know, yeah, like I probably don't play the same way, like very largely, probably have the same tendencies, but I don't think I play the same way now as I did a year ago, sure, or two years ago. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to pin down how to because yeah, it's it's a everything's a variable and it's that's kind of the fun of it. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so then first, I totally made the microphone peak because I got so excited. I'm like, so excited about my next question, Josh. So someone in their car just jumped. <laughs> ah, <what>? <laughs> Calm <laughs> down. It's not that interesting. Um, so, okay, so then then uh, you got on Flapjacks. And what, uh, I, just because I like to hear about auditions, what was that like? That was great. 
Uh, Great. I, I, uh, <laughs> I auditioned with uh, Them Do This for, or at least most, a lot of Oh, really? Yeah, you guys kind of. This is Joe, Marissa, and I. Uh, Alan Loeb, Rob Pointer. It's, I'm forgetting somebody. Um, but we all auditioned in the same round. Three of us got put in the same callback. Mm-hmm. And then in that callback was, it was uh, myself, Joe, Marissa, Scott Rogers, Bart Fulkerts, and uh, and uh, Kendall Mayhew. And that entire six of us got put on the same team. That's awesome. Yeah. I guess it was... I mean, we had a great... We did a Herald. I mean, it was a good Herald. Yeah. And we were like, I think that went well, right? Everyone yeah. feels good about that? And then and then the next day we found out we're all on the same team. That's that's really cool. Uh, that, I think that'd be fun to just go through the additions and be like, hey, we were all so good together. <laughs> uh yeah, that's like a nice unifying thing. Um, uh, uh, how, I mean, yeah. What, I mean, I'm sure you, I don't know if you even remember, but like, how did you feel about like the first one? The the I guess not the callbacks, but the four. How did you feel about it going out of it? Like, I felt I felt pretty good. Yeah. I like I said, the community was a little smaller back then, mm-hmm. and I've been around. <laughs> I know it's a weird thing, but in terms uh, of that that audition, <laughs> uh, well, I, well, I mean, like I've, I've been jamming and doing shows at the theater and stuff, yeah, uh, like cage matches and stuff. But uh, um, I felt good. I like as good as you can feel. There's yeah. the thing where you initiate one and you take one initiation. Yeah. And the one I took didn't go so well, but the one I initiated was fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I I made it. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of, I guess that's kind of the long and short of it. <laughs> yeah. so it went all right. Yeah. Um, funny yeah. thing about being on a Herald team, uh, once like you make it, and I think everybody goes through this, it's kind of like... This is probably this is totally unsolicited, but I remember I had the feeling of like I give me. <laughs> <laughs> I had the feeling of like wow, this is so awesome, like, like, and then I had the feeling of like oh wow, now the real work begins. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it wasn't sure. like a golden ring or anything. It was like no, yeah, now that's... I have to now I'm doing this in front of people who are actively judging me in class. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's interesting. I, I um I talked I. I I talked about this with a few people, but like, that's kind of always like a weird, like not a point of contention, but something that is always like a little bit of a red flag for me of mm-hmm. like when people are like, I just want to get on a Herald team. It's like, <laughs> okay, man, like <laughs> you, know, you think that's going to be the easy part? Like, yeah. Uh, cause I remember, I remember thinking I didn't get to do, I haven't, I've been uh, eligible for two uh-huh. uh, Herald auditions and I could like the first one, I was literally still in Billy Merritt's 401, my first 401 class. Uh, and I, and then like, I heard it filled up and I felt, I felt guilty even trying to go sign up. Cause I'm like, I'm not that good. And I know good people who didn't get a chance to do it. Uh-huh. And then this last one, I was out of town, so I didn't get to do it. Uh, and it, yeah, they sprung it on us early. Convenient, Steven. I know it really actually, no, it sucks. Cause I, I, um, but then again, it's a good thing. Cause right now I've, I've auditioned for three improv teams, like at house theaters and I've made three of them. Nice. So like, I'm like, okay, if I can keep that, maybe if I can keep that mojo going, I'll go, I'll keep, I'll work for UCB. Probably won't. But, um, uh, fuck something about auditions. Where'd it go? <laughs> Holy shit. What were we talking about? We we're just talking about my, my audition, which is it. Which, Jesus. Oh, right. The work, work, sorry, the work. So I remember, but I remember thinking like, oh, maybe it's a good thing that I didn't get to audition or didn't even have the opportunity to be on a Herald team. Cause I don't know if I'd make it, but if I did, I remember thinking like, I'd probably need to like start practicing more mm-hmm. uh, and I'd like want to do maybe like a different, you know, like a couple other teams or like more focused yeah. on Harold or like or maybe drop the teams that I'm with because if they're not interested in doing Harold, because like, because yeah, like that's, because that's not the easy part. It's not like, okay, now we're on the Harold team and everybody just relaxes and you don't, yeah, yeah. It's like it's given to you and you're, you're placed in the UCB, on the UCB stage is confirmed forever. Yeah. Have a good night. <laughs> yeah, hardly. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Yeah, so like I think yeah that that one that's always like a weird thing. I, I don't know. That's the thing that I think about a lot. Um, uh, so, but you 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 got on the Herald team, uh, and then uh, and then okay, so and that was flapjacksing. Mm-hmm. So, did that, the work begin? <laughs> the work begin. <laughs> uh, we all loved it. I mean, yeah. I think you can kind of this might be this isn't a universal rule, but I always can tell when. I think it really helps when a Herald team is all new people. Yeah. Like, like, or not even really helps, but if you can make all the Herald teams that are, have been like all fresh faces are all new people. They just like bond almost instantly and won it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, uh, and that's what Flap Jackson was. Uh, that's what Kid Grift is. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Winslow, Scandal, all those folks. Um, well, not Scandal, right? Whatever. Not, yeah, uh, not really Scandal, but... <laughs> not completely, but you get the idea. Yeah. Um, we we were having fun right off the, right out of the gates, pretty much, with Flap Jackson. Uh, probably too much fun. Like, I remember our third show, the every scene somehow went back to Joe Hartzler was wearing a vest. <laughs> and every scene just somehow was like, hey, how'd that trumpet player get back there? Or something. Like, like, and it was like, at the end of the show, our, our coach was like, well... I don't even know what to say about that one. <laughs> that was just a series of vest jokes, <laughs> which is definitely frowned upon. But like, probably one of the more fun shows that yeah. I've had, and definitely a show like that all of us remember. Yeah. Um, but that's what Flap Jackson was. It was just like fun. We didn't like probably went a little too crazy. Yeah. Which is why we got broken up. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. Well, well, then it's, it's interesting that you bring that up then, because like. You're on a team now that is not uh, the Great War. Mm-hmm. That's not all first timers. In mm-hmm. fact, it's I don't think wily uh, veterans. Yeah, you don't like you have maybe one right? Is that right? No, that's no? everyone there's been on a Herald team before. Okay, it used to be Scott. Scott was new when he was on it. Right, and then he moved to Scandal. Moved, yeah, which is what we just glossed over, kind of. Right. But, uh, no, <laughs> this uh, history is very. It's a different important. thing. I mean, the Great War. I mean, it just by nature. This is your second team, like. It, it's, uh, it's just a different feel. This is Hal's sixth team. <laughs> Hal's Hal's been on Herald Night since it started. Jesus. Um, but not to say it's bad. Like I still really love playing with Great War. But yeah, there's just something about when you get on a team with all new people. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, I feel I, I feel like um, there's like a a potential for clash, in right. that like. Like I don't know, I, I like I, the racket was uh, an all-veteran team, mm-hmm. and they, uh, by by most accounts, were not like a great team. It's not that they did bad shows; it's just they weren't a good team, or they mm-hmm. weren't bad players, but they weren't a good team. Uh, and that and that I think that's one of those things. And I, I can't really diagnose it because I don't know any of them and what they went through. But it's also it's like, well, we kind of like I kind of know how to be on Herald Night, and I kind of know how to be on Herald Night too. But it's like you you knew how to be on y- your team on Herald Night. You mm-hmm. didn't know how to be on this team. Yeah. And I feel like maybe that is, like, part of it. It's just like, oh, I've, I've come to come into this with, like, my thing. God. You dropped your fucking pencil. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got to start. We got to yeah, start, start over. Uh, I'll just delete all this. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, also, sometimes yeah. teams just don't work out. Sure. <laughs> like, there's that case, too, where you're just like, this should work, but yeah. some, it just, for some reason... Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think Harold Knight's in good shape now. <laughs> it is. I really, I really like Harold Knight right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I have I have a problem with it in that I don't see weak links in it, and that means uh, that they're not going to make a new team, which means I will not get to audition and continue <laughs> my four for four. No, oh, they'll find a way. <laughs> they'll find <laughs> a way. Don't uh, always be auditioning. Uh, it's true. Um, so, okay, so then you, you mentioned real quick, and this is something I want to talk about, uh, uh, Flap Jackson got, like, broken up, mm-hmm. uh, because you guys were having too much fun. But you guys were around for, like, two-ish years, right? Two and a half years, two, yeah. Yeah. So, like, okay, in that, in that two years, what did you do to make them hate you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think... Like, I don't know the... I've had a few conversations with people about, like, why Flap Jackson was broken up. Sure. Because when it happened, everyone was, like, kind of heartbroken, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, some people more than others. But um, I, I think... I literally think it was just a thing of we were... I mean, in my estimation, we were having a lot of fun on Herald Night. And we were also popular with the crowd, but I think, like, a lot of our moves weren't necessarily moves that people wanted to explain to students. <laughs> sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like, it wasn't, like... it was. I mean, the whole purpose of Herald Night is for... That, that's why, pe- like, students are taking classes, uh, learning the Herald, and that's what they're supposed to go see. So if there's a team that's kind of not giving a shit about that as much... And we did give a shit, but we would also go crazy from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, then I, that's my, that's my best guess, but, okay. <laughs> uh, we were too fun, but yeah. no, <laughs> um, 
and we were we had switched up our lineup a little bit, but we all loved the 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 new lineup. Um, it was just a. I think it was just timing. Yeah. I don't know. All right. We still play together. I yeah. Mean, and Scott Rogers, who's uh, not on a team anymore, is still someone I love working with. Yeah. And everything. So that's funny. Um, uh, I yeah. I saw. I came into it right around the tail end of Flap Jackson, and I remember. I think I think like on Herald Night, there are teams that are more pointed to than other teams. Like by teachers, uh, they're like, "Oh, you have to like right now." It's, I think it's probably like Bangarang, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I, I'm trying to think of who the ones. I don't know. I don't really know. Probably like the Great War. Just kidding. It's about the Great War because <laughs> they're great. Uh, but no, like, but I remember. But I remember, like, yeah, we got we got pushed towards. I think it was Bangarang and. Uh, Probably kid Arts and athletics. No, no, no. List about two years ago. Oh, oh. Uh, and uh, I guess I guess I know that's it. I don't. know. I can't really think. So those are two. But yeah, like. But I remember going to see Flap Jackson, and I think this is when you guys were coached by Eugene towards the end. Uh-huh. And I was like, I like this team. Like they're more fun or whatever. Like it just felt like looser isn't the right word, but like less structured. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's good. That's a good summation. I don't know. No, uh, we just had fun. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Like every time, it was good. Yeah. Still do. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, okay. So and then when okay. So then when the Great Great War, no, God. the long and rich history of the Great War. So yeah, like when you got okay. Well, when you got broken up, did you know that Flat Jackson was getting broken up? No, I had no idea. Okay. I didn't think we would be. <laughs> how, how, how did you find out? A phone call. Really? Like, <laughs> like the days it. after the audition? They're just yeah, like, yeah, the day after, by the yeah. way, it's, uh, yeah. Flapjacks is not a thing anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how I found out. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't, you know, it's been almost a year and a half now. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm making you mildly uncomfortable by this, this <laughs> line of the questions. Inner workings of, yeah. Are, of is that a thing? Is that true? Are you mildly uncomfortable talking about it? I'm mildly, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fuck, man. Well, there goes a lot of my questions. No, they're... no, no. Okay. Uh, all right. Then, then what? Then what do you want to talk about then on Herald Night? Because <laughs> uh, no, I don't want. I don't want to talk about shit that you're not interested in. Like, like you know, being like, man, fuck this person. Fuck that. I'm not, that's not what I'm trying to get you to do either. But uh, yeah, I, what? <laughs> I just don't have much else to say about it. Really. Okay. Like. Uh... I, I was disappointed. Everybody was disappointed sure. that was on the team. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there's also, you know, it's fine. I, I like the great, I like playing with the great war. Yeah. I got to meet, Wayland is now one of my close friends, you know? Yeah. Everything happens, not, maybe not for a reason, but like, <laughs> you know, I, roll with the, roll with the punches. I love the great, I love playing with the great war. I feel like we're starting to get uh, a string together, some good shows. Beautiful. <laughs> that's like the PR statement. It is. <laughs> but, it really is. But, uh, that should go on the website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, everything's fine. Uh, love the Great War. <laughs> um, okay. So, let's see. What can I move on to then? <laughs> Were those, oh, is that whole page of notes just about Flap Jackson getting broken up? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> it's, but mostly it's a it. long list. <laughs> just had, had a lot of extensive questions about like, who do I write letters to? <laughs> you want, I want Flap Jackson oh, back on Herald Night. <laughs> if, I gotta, if I gotta show up at Besser's place, I will. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but never mind. Okay, so then. He listens to this, yeah? Yeah, he he he, he 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 sends in a lot of questions, and I'm like, Besser, just come on, man. You should know most of this stuff. I'm not going to tell you what second beats are again. I'm not going to yeah. waste time. Uh, um, okay, so let's see. Uh, then I have a, I got a, I got a question submitted, uh, and this one's interesting, and I don't know anything about it, so you're going to have to give me uh, everything here. Uh, fuck, did I, did I close? I closed it. Yeah, on your Good. Own Facebook page. Yeah, go ahead. I lost it, man. So no question. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase it. Okay. So uh, this was from Doctor Friendship, and it was, uh, tell me about the show that you had okay. at Crash Bar with Berg when he just acted like he didn't want to do the show the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, what was that about? Because uh, uh, that sounds hilarious. What did to I me. call that show? <clears throat> What was oh, that? Show? It was like God. Dream Come True or something like that. Dream Come True. I, I call, oh God! I, I, 
I love God, it. it was perfect. There's a good name for it. The idea for that show was that I tricked Berg, like that Berg was my improv hero. Okay. <laughs> like, it had a little bit of a meta thing going on. We did it once at Let's Do This. Mm-hmm. What was that called? I'll figure it out. Keep okay. Uh, uh, yeah, And the idea was okay. that uh, uh, it was called like either like Dream Come True or like Two Best Friends or something like that. <laughs> And the the premise of the show was that I had kind of, like, fooled Berg into doing this show to me, or I, like, made him agree to do the show with me. And so I'm sitting there the whole time, like, uh, like very nervous and, like, kind of nerding out that I'm doing an improv scene with Alex Berg. Sure. And he's uh, annoyed. <laughs> he hates whole, me the whole time. That's the whole just, like... <laughs> the one at Crash Bar definitely devolved. Because we were... Because <laughs> we... <laughs> we got into the whole thing where it's like, you don't improvise like this with Alex Farney! <laughs> uh, uh, that sounds wonderful. You guys should uh, do that more. Uh, it was super fun. I love doing that show. Uh, We're never going to know what it was called. I'll figure it out. But it's only like best friends or... Yeah. Uh, should we just hold? Marijuana. Can we, should we just hold and wait to figure it out? Just uh, like, just sit here quietly until yeah. we erupt with a name. No, okay. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, okay, so... Let's see then. I'm trying to... Uh, God. I don't want to... I don't know what the... Okay, not Harold Knight. You can, it can be I, no, no, I'm, no, no, I'm moving away from it now. Uh, <laughs> I'm moving into, uh, let's see, some of the more interesting stuff. Uh, okay, so, uh, that sounded like the stuff I said earlier wasn't interesting. It Fuck, wasn't. man, I'm, <laughs> I'm bad at this today. You're just going to give me a tape of this, and that's what this is for, yeah? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> you can just put this on your website or whatever. <laughs> like, I, talk, <laughs> I talk about it, bro. Um, okay, so... Uh, let's see. So then, let's, I, guess, I don't know, coaching. You, you coach, mm-hmm. I know that, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but probably not a lot, right, these days? Not anymore, yeah. yeah. Working full-time. Okay. So, <laughs> all right, nothing about coaching. No, we <laughs> no coaching. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I love coaching. <laughs> coaching is one of the, the, I like, I love coaching, yeah. Why, why do you love coaching? Because I feel like, okay. Same reason I'm here, it's just it's fun to talk about improv. Yeah. <laughs> I think pretty much, you know, all coaches and teachers are improv nerds as well. They just have yeah. been nerds for a long time and got good at it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I just like helping people out. It's funny. It's it's like, I don't know. It's fun. For me, like, it's a challenge to like explain something in a way where someone will actually, like, where something might click for somebody. Yeah. You know? Like, I feel like everybody had, and I'm not to say I do that a lot or that I'm a great coach, but it's just what I like to, talk about it or you sure. know, shed some light on it for people. I do too. I like to pretend like I know a lot of stuff about improv. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Like, <laughs> people respect me and they shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve. Um, uh, but I feel like people have like, I don't know, it's rewarding. How's that? Like, cool. To, to coach and teach people. I feel like it's, for me, it's like improv always, there's a few like times when I, when I've been doing improv, where I've had like little breakthroughs or epiphanies, you might even say. Mm-hmm. I think everybody has those. Sure. Where, like, there's something like dawns, and I'm like, oh, that's what that means. Yeah, of course. A thing that I've heard a thousand times. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a rewarding thing to do. Yeah. Uh, and then, okay, so uh, in in your coaching, uh, what's something that you feel like, or what like, because I've been coached by you a couple times, and I'm trying to think of like. What's your thing? Because I feel like I feel like coaches. I have a specific approach too that like mm-hmm. sometimes fucking drive me nuts because it's just like like sometimes it's just like hey man that's not how I want to do improv or that's not how we necessarily do it. Uh-huh. Uh, you mean coaches do that? Or, yeah, yeah. Co- no, I feel like coaches like try to get you doing their style of improv, uh-huh. and I, I think that I think that Im- improv can be pretty different. Like the way one person improvises or one. Yeah, yeah. Can be like super different and then yeah, and then like when you're when you're being coached by somebody who has a pretty different style than your team, it like it frustrates me a little bit cuz I'm just like I'm try I want to do I want to do your thing, but like maybe that's not exactly what we do and like help us do our thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So- I would say a lot of people think that or, or approach it that way. And there are some coaches that kind of do their thing. Mm-hmm. Um I would try to take whatever you can from that coach. Yeah. Uh, oh, like, yeah. To, that's... like, try their thing. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of value in, like, kind of pick, like, well, I guess you're doing it here uh, with this podcast and everything, but, like, just seeing how different people approach it, like, how yeah. they crack the code for themselves, you know? Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. Kind of sometimes I view like improv like a tool belt. Like, like I take tricks from people and just put them in here. Yeah. Like in my in my in my belt. So like. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, do you ever do you ever read that Stephen King book on writing? By chance? No, I haven't. Okay. He's got a very extensive metaphor about writing and how it's like a tool box. So that's, I think tool belt works better. Yeah, Stephen King's a yeah. hack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to uh, nice try, Stephen. Yeah, it was just like it say, like things like uh, you know you got You just got to have like a lot. You know, you get you get the basic tools down, and then and you get the more specific ones that you don't need to use as much. But you need you want to have a very he said like you want to have the heaviest tool box you can you can carry, and that's mm. you know like have as many possible angles and like ways to do stuff as you can possibly just keep in your brain sure uh and i and i think that's true and i and and that's yeah what i was saying earlier about like coaches uh trying to get you to do their thing is it's not it's yeah it's not it's not so much that like uh, their approach is wrong or whatever but it's like it's one of those things that's like maybe it would be helpful to like because i think it's yeah i think it's helpful to go through like students prism of what's funny first and then maybe back not not like i don't find this funny or good mm-hmm. because this is not my prism of it like i had nick nick weiger somebody i don't know if you've ever been coached or worked with him uh or like on any type thing sketch yeah he's yeah, yeah. sketch. okay so like i think he's really good at going like okay why were you wanted to do this or like what what are, what's interest to you about this uh-huh. and then like taking that frame of like okay i kind of get i get that angle maybe it's not exactly what i think but like now now let me adjust my view for it and then like open up to like what would also fit into that view sure sure uh and that and like i, I always find that like a little bit nicer of a way to do it i don't know yeah i just yeah. want to be told i'm right yeah i understand <laughs> everybody does uh <laughs> Uh, sometimes, I don't know, like, Weiger's a great sketch writer, so yes. I feel like, like, that's when I, he coached me on Up, Up, Up when I was on Up, 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 and, uh, uh, he's great at that, that's, that's a sketch writer's brain, it's yeah. like, you're not gonna make someone write something that you think is funny, unless you're, like, literally making a show that you have to put your stamp on. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, there's, I try not to coach people and say, like, that wasn't funny. Sure. <laughs> I try to c- coach people and say, like, what if you tried this? Or, like, or point out if I don't think someone made it, if I think a move um, was w- weak or against game or sure. just, like, against any of the basic rules, um, rather than, I, I don't know. I, I try to tie it back to improv theory. I don't just give my opinion like that's not funny. Yeah. Like, one way, one place where this comes up. Like, my approach to, to improv, or not a... Pro- whatever. One thing I believe <laughs> about improv is, like, the best way to learn is just to do it and fuck up and remember. Okay. Does that make sense? Like... Yeah. Like... I, yeah, I totally get that. Like, uh, screw, screwing up a lot in the same... Like, in a in a, a certain scenario will kind of, like, beat that way of doing things out of you. You're just like... Yeah. Like, I think yeah. it's really valuable to, like... I remember when I was on Flap Jackson, I had a tendency to make jokes a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, that was definitely one of my old things. I think I still do, probably. Sure. I like wordplay. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I remember one scene I was like, should I say this joke? Should I say, like, it wasn't helping anything. I was, like, I was just like, should I, I have this line, I could just say it. And I said it, and it was like, eh. And I was like, oh. I just looked like I was making a joke, and it didn't go well. Yeah. And I And I remember, like, I just put that in the back of my head, like, <laughs> and, and the next time I was in a similar situation, I just it didn't do didn't that. Do it, yeah. And it was like, wow, it went a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's a valuable. I think that's why performing is important for students mm-hmm. because, like, you have to know how something feels. Yeah. And I especially relate this when, like, people try to do like, like in classes or in co- where I coach, like, a lot of times people will come up and like do something that's or like play a racist character. Or something like that? I was just about to tell a story that I did that with, on the Crash Bar Lottery with uh, Joe Hartzler. Uh Uh-huh. And I did, it was like, I was totally racist. It was a totally... He loves racist jokes. It was so bad. Like, it was so bad and so uncomfortable. And Joe, I remember he, like, he did, like, three moves that, like, did, like, made something, something kind of funny, happy in the scene. And, like, we luckily got edited. And I was like, why did I do that? Like, I can't imagine having to continue to do that for another minute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. 
But you remember how that feels. That's whenever that it hurts. Yeah. It, it hurts. And you're like, I don't necessarily agree with this. I don't want you guys to think that I do, but it's not funny. And I'm sorry. I want to get out of here, but I can't just leave. I'm sorry. Everybody. Yeah. yeah, totally. But that's like, that's a perfect example. Like that happened to me in one class and I was, or, uh, one practice. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I mean, was it funny? Like, like, I mean, how did it feel for you? Which yeah. I think was like a soul crushing question to ask. Yeah. Because this person wasn't racist, obviously. Sure. But I was just like, how did that feel, just playing a straight-up racist? Yeah. Like, none, you don't have any heart or any yeah. sympathetic quality to it at all. Like, how does that? How did that feel? And remember how that felt. <laughs> yeah. Like, so you just don't go doing it again. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm on a team with a dude who, who puts me in situations a lot where I have to be very racist. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? He, he, he sets me up as, like, racist constantly it happens once a practice or show and sounds like a dream it's so it's so hard and uh yeah and i sort of hate it but i've also like gone like all right man how can i get away with doing this uh and so my my new favorite thing is to explain that i'm not uh uh i don't i don't want all all eth- other ethnicities to die. I just don't want to be around them so much. Sure. Which is like the best way I've found to humanize these horribly racist people. It's like, no, no, I, I mean, they're fine. I just don't want to be around them. It's, it's, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Uh, and it does, it still doesn't work most of the time. <laughs> yeah. But that's the best I've gotten off of it. Um, Okay, so... <laughs> Next time, just punch him in the dick and edit the scene. <laughs> dick. <laughs> You're racist! <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Alright, so then... Uh, okay, so... What are you... Uh, I'm curious then, because you seem... Okay, you su- you surprised me that... Uh, I'm surprised at you that you are... Uh, cool like into improv and like nerdy about it mm-hmm. uh because i always perceived you and this is possibly because of like the way you play character like i was saying like you seem agitated a lot mm-hmm. i was i always felt like oh maybe josh thinks he's too cool for this uh really yeah i did uh, uh you know whatever that's young too cool for improv yeah okay uh, don't take that as a no, criticism. No. I, like when I here's when I, what I was meant in the beginning. Yeah, this is what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So we finally got to the yeah, thing. we got it. Uh, no, but like well, when I was watching, like when, yeah, like when I like I said, like you you you're frustrated a lot, and it's like it almost seems like from if you're not paying attention to it right, and like again, I've only been doing improv for like less than two years, uh-huh. uh, and like when, yeah, when I first started watching you, I'm like if you watch like somebody get like really frustrated in a scene. Uh, and, and you're not like aware of how like a straight man can move a scene forward or mm-hmm. like keep things going. If you're not aware of that, it's just like, wow, this guy just doesn't want to cooperate with the game. Uh, uh-huh. and that, I remember feeling that way about, about you, um, <laughs> and, and several and sure. other people too. Like it's not, it's not like exclusive to you. Uh, I think, I think that's like, uh, I think that's like part of like one of the the shitty jobs things too is like everybody seem uh, what like one of the things ever says is like oh they're just doing they're just a bunch of guys trying to do their own thing because they're uh-huh. you know whatever uh uh but I, I don't find that true these days and i don't obviously don't think that uh, you're too cool for improv um so <laughs> but you no because so you surprised me when you like i guess that you were at like you were telling me some stuff and you, you I, I think you're it sounds like you're very thoughtful about improv so i'm curious like as to what are you thinking about in improv stuff to these days or is there anything that you're like ah, i kind of want to focus on this or like why does blank happen or blah blah blah, blah. um yeah uh <laughs> there's a lot to take in oh sorry no man. no i gotta cool. shut up <laughs> no 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 um, I, why are you too cool for this question. just answer my question <laughs> but do you, I, want, I have a question about that do okay. you mean like too cool like i seem frustrated with in within the scene like with my scene partner mm-hmm. or too cool like like on my the decisions I make, like I'm cool with weird. Uh, like, do you mean like I play characters like, oh, that's cool, man. Like, you, you no, no, make- no, no, no. Like, like, like more like frustrated with the scene partner in that, like, why are you doing the stupid thing? Yeah, uh, is and and it's like, well, that's what a straight man is. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, and it, uh, you play it so like it's like we we're saying you're like you play agitated, uh, and you play it like so agitated that to me. Again, at the earlier at the time that I was just like, man, he just doesn't want to do the scene. Like, <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry, you ended up here, Josh. Jesus Christ, <laughs> nobody's making you stay on here all night. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, no, Did I hurt I would, you? Did I hurt you? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it didn't hurt me, but it's the opposite that's true. Like, I love being on Herald Knight, you mm-hmm. know? Um, uh, and I love performing. Like, I, yeah. I do go to that place of, like, I don't know, probably, like, in an improv scene, I get bothered. Yeah, I get bothered quickly, but that's just me trying to act. <laughs> well, that, I mean, the, I, I felt I felt almost the same way. I know I felt the, almost the same way about Eugene Cordero at a certain point, uh-huh. which is definitely not true. Yeah, uh, but like the way, like if you, if like if okay, so if you're if you're a straight man paired with a crazy person, uh, and you're like straight man, and you're just going like. Are you really serious right now? Are you you're really gonna start doing whatever this crazy thing is that you're gonna do? Mm-hmm. If you're playing it real enough or believable enough, it does seem you're like like and if you're if you know you're obviously aware that everybody, it does seem like man, this is a stupid choice that you just made. Are yeah, you really yeah, gonna yeah. make me do this? So it's, it's I think it's that that track runs parallel. Like that's so. I, so yeah, I got you. That's what I'm saying. Sure, sure, sure. Not- that is one of the things that I, I like thinking about in like when I coach improv or even just performing now is like, how can you make like the dumbest initiation? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, dumb, okay. How can you make the craziest, dumbest initiation? Mm-hmm. Uh, and how can you make that believable? Or how can you make the audience believe that that actually took place on planet earth? Sure. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's uh that's, um, you do, you're the Twitter show, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I've been trying to do this more ever since I saw a show. I think it was when Greg sat in mm-hmm. and uh, Joe Hartzler came out and said, uh, hey, is he, you got any moon jokes? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, moon yeah. I, ne- I nearly pissed my pants and then I tweeted a bunch of moon jokes that I came up with after that because it made me <laughs> so happy that like moon jokes are a thing. <laughs> moon jokes. Yeah, but like that. Like I think I, I, that's what you mean, right? Of like starting pretty um, out there. Is well, that- with, with students, I do an exercise where I just like – I make – it, it used to be where I'd be like, say something crazy. Say something absolutely crazy in the yeah, first I did line. That one, yeah. And then together, I did, make, did I make you do this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then together, we'll figure out how this, what this actually means. Mm-hmm. Someone did one where it was like, uh, they wanted a their bird, some sort of bird, like a falcon or an eagle, to perform heart surgery. Sure. <laughs> and it was like, it, from what you were saying before, it's like, I think the too cool move there would be like, you're a fucking idiot, Richard. Like, yeah. Like, I'm gonna make a sandwich. When in reality, right. it's like you're fuck. The the move that I would make is you're a fucking idiot. A bird isn't gonna do heart surgery. Yeah. But I find it like the difference is allowing yourself to kind of get lost in like the details in some like yeah, and in that conversation about yeah, getting get yeah. There's a the uh yeah. There's like there's get there's. Like saying it's stupid and getting into it, uh-huh. which is which work. Yeah, I think that works a lot better than saying it's stupid and be like, I'm gonna have nothing to do with this, or like, yeah. or or what's even worse. And I see it jams every now and again, which cracks me up. Is like, yeah, yeah, that's not important right now. Oh yeah, like here's what's going that's on. Over here. You're just like, all right, <laughs> that's <laughs> cool. That, that's a muscle that I kind of developed in jams. That's why I love to jam. I, mm-hmm. I try to jam probably once or twice a week. Yeah, and uh, I love going out to people that kind of are nervous or haven't done it before yeah and just like whatever their initiation is it's just like i'm gonna treat it like <laughs> yeah i'm gonna treat it like i would yeah you know uh uh i don't know i almost you almost raped me as a monkey uh, yeah. not too long ago <laughs> at a jam. and the scene had been edited <laughs> the scene had been edited and i was like oh josh you're too committed to this monkey rape right now <laughs> that was funny too because i wasn't even thinking about raping you but then you were afraid of me i was like well <laughs> yeah Probably uh, should tear him limb from limb. See, that, that's why if a monkey ever comes after you, you don't show fear. That way they won't rape yeah. you. Yeah. says that in all the survival like books. method I, actors. I just yeah. forgot all of it. <laughs> um, awesome. So, okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything, anything else. Anything else? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we should go. Oh, uh, two of a kind. That was what it was called. The Two Berg, kind? The Berg thing. Wait, did I see that show? No, I didn't see that show. So funny. I remember that name. I believe it. That sounds awesome. Um, it was a fun one to do. Yeah. Um, uh, sure. I'm trying to If you want to talk like what, what like another something I tell students. Sure. Like, uh, I try to like if I'm going to just coach someone for like one time, hmm. I'll, I'll normally get this in there somehow. Is like I just try to think of game as an agreement. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like because people, especially in three hundred one. 
201 through 401, I would say. Mm-hmm. People are, like, just, like, uh, understandably so, just, like, hung up on game. Yeah. <laughs> like, in playing out a game and everything. Uh, and uh, one thing that I just try to say, or one thing I say is, like, it's think of the game as an agreement, just something that you and your partner know you're playing. Mm-hmm. And then it'll just happen. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Sure. Like, I'm trying to think. <laughs> but I think that's something that uh, some people, I don't know, it's new to some people, I might say. Well, in that, in that, like, when you're when you're learning game, it's not explained that simply, I don't think, ever. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's And it's almost, and almost, I think it's fair to say that if that's how you were taught game at the beginning, you would fail at it. Uh-huh. Uh, which is not to say it's the wrong approach, but like when you, I think you're getting like in early classes, you're trying to get game in your bones. Yeah. Like you just, you need that. So you need to know it when you see it and freak out when you see it and then choke it to death when it comes yeah. up, uh, and then be really like, oh, oh too, so good at game that you're bad at it. Uh, and then you kind of have to let it go. Like I, I'm on, I'm on a team that like we were talking, we were talking about it and I was like, oh yeah, I don't even think I look for game anymore. Uh, it's there. I know it's there, but it's just like, I'm not so interested in it. Like I know, I know I'll find it and I know we'll hit it. And then I know I'll set you up to do this thing again or whatever, uh-huh. but it's not like, what, what, what guy okay, So you're a monkey who does this. Like yeah, I need yeah. to, I need to analyze it and then like say it to my partner and then repeat it three times. Right. But it's like, you need to get it away from yourself. But yeah, I think that's one of those things that like people forget about is like the, the agreement part of it is like, you're so, you're so interested in trying to create the game or like. Yeah, or manufacture it that you don't. You're not. You're yeah, not concerned it. about yeah being in it or like accepting the reality of like okay, he's really going to get this bird to do heart surgery or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, I remember I, one of the first times I coached. I coached. It was a team, and they did the scene where it was like I forget what exactly what it was, but it was something like they were in a prison cell and it was flooding, and they were standing there like like talking to one another. Yeah, and I was just like. It's like you are in a prison cell and it is flooding. Yeah, <laughs> like like what? panic, like shake the bars, try yeah. to get out of there. Like, yeah, at least let that inform your scene. Like, sure, uh, and that and that and like, <laughs> yeah, that that yeah, exactly. That's one of the yeah. It's like you're letting letting that important thing go, or like you're just having that conversation, hoping that you find a game. It's like. Yeah, you don't even really necessarily have to have much more than the prison cell is flooding, uh-huh. and you can get a whole lot of mileage out of that yeah in the game and whatever and you may not be able to state in so many words what it is uh-huh. afterwards but it's like well it was funny and it worked yeah or at the very least just honor that reality yeah like i feel like some people uh not some people but like while that was going on they were trying to figure out a game and it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, whatever your game is do that same thing while it's flooding yeah and show me that yeah um because you know that's fun People for I feel like sometimes people forget like to have fun. <laughs> yeah, that's what, yeah that's one of my uh, that was one of like like my big you know I said like sometimes things break through. That's one of like my big revelations I ever got when I was getting coached was like somebody like I had an idea we were ta- we were doing that thing where you do an opening you talk ideas for scenes and I talked I said oh what if like you're at a restaurant and you're all upset because it doesn't have all the fun stuff of like Chuck E Cheese and she's like why don't you just have like fun with it and like place it's like Chuck E Cheese <laughs> or like why don't you just you know like. Yeah, it'd probably be a funner scene to like yeah. just not be a, like a whiny punk and instead just be like, "Bop it, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Uh, so yeah, like the the fun of the effort loses that. I don't know. Okay, uh, Josh, I think I think I think it's close to the end. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about, or should we just move on and just close this fucking thing up? But just <laughs> should we just put this chapter of our lives behind us? I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the CD <laughs> so you can put it on your website. Great. I'm gonna listen to it right after. <laughs> you can just take it on the drive home. It'll take like ten minutes to burn. You guys can hang out and we'll just. We'll just sit here quietly. So what did we say? We said the agreement. We said plain stuff real. <laughs> Talked an awkward amount about Flap Jackson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we, I felt uncomfortable because you were uncomfortable. It was really good. It was all It was all very good. I, I, I'm like, oh, great. Am I going to hear about this now? It's like, Josh hates me because I talked about Flap Check yeah. out the documentary. We're trying to do that. That's Check. what I'll say. Okay. Werner Hot Dog. Werner Hot Dog. Werner Hot Dog. Instead of Herzog. Which is like a... <laughs> Like who? Was <laughs> Werner Herzog? He's no, a documentary. Not familiar. Uh, Grizzly really... Man? You haven't uh, seen Grizzly Man? Bear Grylls. Oh, Jesus. 
Shut this goddamn thing up and go watch Grizzly Man. I'm messing with you. Of course I've seen it. Okay. Everybody knows Morgan Hartzog. Uh, or at least they should. Um, okay, great. So last, last, last thing, Pearls of Wisdom. Uh, what, what's a note or something that you received one day that had a, a, big, a big effect on you as an improviser? Maybe something you can hear thinking about earlier, one of those revelations. Sure. Mm. Um, I remember I was in a documentary class. I lo- guys, Werner, I, this was uh, I was in a, a documentary class with Billy, and uh, I was with Mike Carlson. This was like four or five years ago, mm-hmm. um, and we were doing a scene where there was a blind kid trying to fly a plane, uh, and that was that's where that's where the scene started. Was like little Dita has to fly. Blind, <laughs> yeah, this blind kid was uh, trying to fly a plane, and I was his instructor. And I remember I was like, my approach was like, ah, well, I don't know about this. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, he's kind of blind. Do you think this is a good idea? Sure. And then Billy was like, Billy stopped the scene and was like, no, I want you to want him to do this. Or like, I want you to, like, here's, here's his instructor. I want you to like, you know, be on his side. And I was like, all right. I was like, all right, get in the air. I started the scene up again and I was like, all right, there he goes in the air. And then he was flying. I was like, I mean, I just think like. I mean, Beethoven was blind. I said something like that. Or, like, Beethoven was deaf, and he was a great composer, so I guess it could have. <laughs> yeah. And Billy just stopped it again. And he was like, I want you to care about it. And then I did, we did another a rendition of that scene, and I didn't, I still couldn't do it. Like, I still was trying to, like, making, like, a remark about my doubts about it or something like mm-hmm. that. And uh, at the end of it, Billy just told me, like, what, why can't you just be cheering this kid on? Like, like... It's good if you're invested in seeing this kid fly the plane, like as his trainer. Yeah. Like this is what you've been working towards. Then we're gonna we can deal with like the hardships and the nonsense that is a blind kid flying a plane. Yeah. But uh, at least we'll be on board with it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like articulate that. uh, Well, okay. So I think and tell me if I'm wrong here. It sounds it almost sounds like. It's like that thing of where improvisers are looking for funny stuff to happen, like mm-hmm. roadblocks or whatever. And it's like if you have – if you're in a situation where a blind guy is trying to fly a plane, you're going to come up with those roadblocks whether you're into it or not kind of thing. And it's yeah. maybe, maybe being on board is like a – it starts with a like – I think like more that. Than, okay. Yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, I, like, I think more than being on board, it's just being invested. Uh-huh. Like it's more fun to play a character that's invested in what's going on sure. rather than a character that's like – uh, well, I mean, I guess he can do it. Uh, yeah. But it's more fun if, like, say he does run into or, like, graze a building or something like that. Then it's more fun to see me, like, he's fine. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> than it is to me, like, being like, oh, see, it's really dangerous. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I hesitate. I feel like now that I said that out loud, it sounds like I'm saying, like, it's not I'm saying don't play the scene, re- don't play the scene real. You know, because you would have concerns about it. But sure. it's I, what I learned was just to invest myself and not have that, like, ironic detachment, which I think a lot of, uh, you know, yeah. st- improvisers starting out kind of default to because they don't want to look yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it, it was just a lesson in being invested. Yeah, I dig that. No, I, 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 I like that a lot. Uh, cause that's, I think that, and that like, that goes back to that thing that I said, I think you're too cool. And uh, I want to, I want to just keep jabbing this yeah, knife sure. in you. It's not. Uh, but like, even that is like, I think that kind of goes with it in that, like, you're so, you're, you're invested in whatever it is that makes you frustrated and you're allowing yourself to be frustrated as opposed to like, kind of just writing it off and like being like, I have nothing to do with yeah, this anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a non, non ironic detachment. Sure. It's, and it's, isn't it not ironic? Ah, Alanis um, Morissette. Ironic detachment. And, uh, I think that's the way to say. It. I'm trying to. I was really trying to think. Of, I, I'm trying to think of what the <laughs> the opposite of ironic detachment is. Uh, Investment. Okay, beautiful. <laughs> I, I wanted to go. Fine, fuck it. All right, good job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brooke, yes, Brooke, yes. Uh, did you want to share a, a pearl of wisdom, maybe a note or something that you got? Oh, that I'm, maybe... I'm here to learn. No, <laughs> are you sure? Are you shouldn't sure have one that was like really good because people. People really care about this segment. People <laughs> skip to the end just for this. Really? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't say what they're doing. I just know that they're listening. No. Uh, Brooke's wisdom is don't eat it if you don't want to. Don't, uh, I said to everybody, I only eat things that I want to eat. And I don't eat things that I don't have to eat. So. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Okay. So the... <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to plug, and then we'll just we'll settle up this home run. And call. Yeah, uh, in the park. Uh, uh, 
I'm, I'm, I should be starting. I'm trying to. I'm working on some stuff. If yeah. you follow me, if you're friends with me on Facebook, Shit. figure it out. Yeah, I was going to talk to you about the the BP uh, Global PR. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Fucking lost it, man. Lost it. Well, well, I'm trying to do a bigger version of that. Yeah, I, I was read. I read a little bit about it. Uh, that's not even close. That website's not even close to up. What is it? It's like Global, Global PR. Yeah, that, that's that website's just got a lot of placeholders, a oh, lot yeah. of flowers on it. <laughs> I was hoping that wasn't public, but yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't. You didn't think it was public? I just wanted to be. I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I we won't. I've, I've a lot to learn about. We'll beep. We'll bleep all this out. Yeah, <laughs> and it'll be fine. Great, Josh, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> you going to be okay? <laughs> I, you know what? I am going to be okay. Uh, I think that was fun. I had fun. It was weird. I was weird. I'm going to work on not being so weird. Uh, you can catch Josh with his Herald team, The Great War. Check the UCB website for their schedule. Also, I have a show coming up Saturday, March 24th at the Improv Space. They're doing their March Madness 3-on-3 tournament, and my team, the Alamo, has advanced to the Sweet 16. We're hoping to make it to the Grade 8, so if you want to come out and support, please do. That's it, and until next time, happy improvising. Hi, Sex and the City fans. Megan McKeever here. Check out my podcast, Cosmos and the City, where I'll be watching through the entire series of Sex and the City with a slew of fabulous guests. Each week, we'll be talking through everything from who wore what and why to the hottie of the week. So grab a drink and join me on my journey. Thanks, and be sure to subscribe to Cosmos and the City in iTunes or your favorite podcasting app.